Hello, traders and friends. I'm Elisa Levinson, and this is Are You Green, a daily review of the New York Stock Exchange with top news, top movers, and insights into my personal swing trading. Today is January 5th, 2021, and the markets today have been raging. All sectors in the S&P 500 are green today. So of course, for the S&P 500, previous close was around 368 and it closed today at 371.33. The XLK technology sector closed today about a point higher at 128.73. So they're all green. And the question everybody wants to know, are you green in my personal trading accounts? Yes, I am. And a large part of that is due to Wells Fargo. I'm holding a good amount of Wells Fargo for a very long term swing trade. And uh, because that was up today, it really raised up my entire account. It just goes to show you need to really diversify your accounts so that it can give um, you some flexibility when some of your holdings are in the red and then some go into green. Today, I'm going to dive into what happened with the oil surge. The energy and oil sector is up today, and we're going to talk about why. It's pretty surprising. I'll also talk about why I don't mess with oil stocks, so you'll get some insight into that. I have top movers, and then we have a listener question about Zoom. I love talking with you guys and interacting through the direct messages on Instagram, and I figured I would just answer that question for everybody to hear. And then of course, we'll talk about my trading results from today. So stay tuned. Today, the oil market surged as it finally rebounded above $50 for the first time in months after Saudi Arabia is agreeing and pledging to cut their production sharply. This obviously raised the price because simple supply and demand, right? If there's less product, then there's going to be you know, more demand for the product that is out there. I do want to warn everybody about this move because people might be thinking, oh, this is a great time to get into oil. It's still relatively low and there might be a long runway. The issue is twofold. So first, they're doing this Saudi Arabia because of the lower demand. So yes, by them cutting production, it does increase demand slightly, but overall, the entire reason why they're cutting production is because demand is so low right now. And then the second issue is that they can't continue to just cut and cut and cut production in the future, right? So in a few months, we're gonna learn, of course, that they're back to producing, and all of these movements will be for nothing, pretty much, because I don't think the demand will increase by the amount that they're expecting in just a couple of months. The reason why I do not enjoy uh, trading oil in, in the oil sector is because all of those companies in that sector are relying on the same exact commodity. So oil is the commodity and they're very much tied to the success rise and fall of that specific commodity. Unlike if you have a bunch of tech companies, they all basically have 
endless amount of growth depending on what their product is because they're not selling the same product. So that is the issue that I have with oil. It's why I don't enjoy trading the oil stocks, but that did hit top news today. And for those of you looking at oil for a long-term investment, I still think it's a terrible investment. Last year, energy underperformed the S&P 500. Was that a surprise? Not really because of the pandemic. However, when you look at the last 11 years, energy has underperformed the S&P 9 out of those 11 years. It's the worst sector in the S&P 500 for the last decade. Sure, there might be people out there who are thinking, okay, well, if it's been down for so long, maybe it's due for a comeback, but I just don't believe that. So that's why I personally don't get into the oil stocks, and I hope now you understand when I mention that. The other news for today, of course, has all been around the Georgia elections. I am watching to see if they are releasing some exit polls right now, but currently the polls are still open. So we're going to see what happens with that. It's probably going to take them at least by tomorrow night, if not this week. Of course, the other hot topic is vaccine rollout. It's very saddening to see that both the UK and the US are having issues with this rollout. When you look at vaccine distribution across the world per capita, Israel is beating everybody. And they kind of went into those details. And it's basically because Israel has already the infrastructure in place to roll out something like this because of their standardized health care policy. So every citizen in the country gets free health care. It is given as a human right. That makes it to where everybody has an account in the government system. Therefore, rolling out the vaccines is a lot more organized because they already have information in place to know the exact numbers of what types of demographics are in which types of areas. However, I am hoping that the U.S. can start to catch up. At least they are realizing that this is an issue. So that's the first step, right? Let's look at the top movers. Today we had Skills, S-K-L-Z, it's up 21%. We had PDD up 12%. That stock is crazy, y'all. PDD is all over the place. It is something that I love to trade because the spread is so big, but this is something that I would not short. <laughs> so. It's also a stock that I am take very cautiously when I take longs because of they're just known for these kinds of crazy movements. And then JD is up 10%. So I bet you guys know what that means because I was holding it. So we'll go into that in a minute. I want to dive into what happened with Skills SKLZ. How did this stock just burst 21% up today? Well, it's because a very popular ETF has added this to their group. So ARC Next Generation Internet is the name of the ETF. The symbol is ARKW, so that's the ticker. This ETF includes Tesla, Square, 
Roku, Slack, which trades under the ticker work, Spotify, trades under the ticker spot, and more. But honestly, I never had heard of this ETF before I read this story, but I'm interested. It sounds like it's a really interesting group of holdings there. And they did go ahead and add skills to this. It is definitely more of a long-term play. Skills is an e-sports company. I have been tracking the e-sports world for years now. I have just been waiting and waiting and waiting for somebody to get their SHIT together and really blow up this industry. So maybe skills is the play for that. Um, and so if you're interested in investing, I would actually look at the ETF instead, just in case skills doesn't end up being a winner. So that, I thought that was interesting, I wanted to share. The downside, we saw FSLR lose about 8.97% today. I was watching this ticker as well. I had buy levels down in the upper 90s, but it didn't get there. I will continue to watch this ticker this week to see if the, an opportunity arises with these movements. Let's look into a question. I say this all the time, but thank you so much for messaging me on Instagram. I know that I have some people who are a little bit newer to trading and I like to give their messages kind of the most attention. And then I have some really incredible professional traders that messaged me that I usually keep waiting. So thank you guys all for your patience there. We had a question come in to look at Zoom's recent drop. If you look at Zoom over the past month, it is red for the month. December 7th, it was trading around 407.85. It's now around 360. Obviously, it's easy to say that this was just a normal rebalancing, which I think it was. And also because of the growth that this ticker saw in 2020, people are cautious of where the company is gonna grow in 2021. So I think that that's why we've seen a lot of movement in this ticker, especially as people wanted to take the profits that they've had. So that's kind of what went into that sell-off. I would not be concerned. I do feel like Zoom is definitely a solid long-term investment. They have secured themselves in so many organizations because they were available during the pandemic that even if other competitors grow and come on board, they're still going to be a big player in the market and have a lot of market share for a few years to come at least. I looked at a lot of other analysts and investors' opinion on this, and I saw a general average price target that came out to 480 or above. So, you know, it is safe right now at these levels to go ahead and buy for a long. So you could just think of it as, you know, you're getting a discount from that sell-off. As far as a swing trader goes, it does need to lose a little bit a little faster in order for me to consider it for a swing. So my strategy is to look for really big movements. So an example is on January 4th. So yesterday, it had a huge huge pop off the open up to a weekly pivot point and then dropped a little bit back down. That would follow my strategy to short it, right? Big pop up and then I want to short that emotional gain 
and get a good trade in there. So if I see the same thing happen, you know, in the next few weeks, actually, I'll, I'll be tracking this stock for a long time, where I see it pop down a fast move for at least a, a few points, then I'll consider a long buy there. And you guys know, of course, I'll go ahead and share that trade with you. Speaking of my trades, let's look into my personal account. As I alluded to before, JD had a big raise today and I went ahead and sold all out. I do still think that JD is a great holding for a long-term investment, but for my swing trading strategies, I needed to get out of it. And this price action was so beautiful that I had to take advantage. So I did have sell levels for an average of 91.30. Because my average on this stock was 85.20, I made 6.1 points on this. So really great profit from that swing trade. I also sold a little bit of my holdings for 10 cents and I sold it lower than what I was originally planning because I have not loved where this ticker has gone. When I entered into the swing trade, I cautioned you guys in the first place because it has such low volume and I have seen some good movements with it recently, but I just feel like it's getting a little bit risky and I wanna mitigate my risk wherever possible. So I did go ahead and take a part, a large part of that and sold it for 75.99 today. I made over one point, so I'm okay with that profit. And I'm never gonna apologize for locking in profits, guys. Uh, the next sell point for that is going to be 76.75. So I still have a small chunk available for those levels, which I think it might hit tomorrow. But I just wanted to let you guys know, you know, if you are holding a stock that's a little bit riskier, maybe you're sized in a little too much, feel free to take the profit where you can and size yourself down so that you don't feel any risk holding that ticker. The next update I wanted to give you guys is around KMX. This trade is one of those where I created the plan for it. I had my sell levels, my buy levels if it went down, and it has not been making the movements that I've wanted at all. So I went in because this ticker has been sideways this week and I was really expecting some big movements this week and I reevaluated my plan for this ticker. I now have lowered my target down to 94.50. So it's gonna be one where I basically make a little bit over a point on this, but I do feel like it's not working out the way that I want. So I'm gonna take the profit conservatively where I know I'm gonna get profit. I, you know, I feel very comfortable that it will hit that target fairly quickly and get out of it. Yes, I could hold this for longer and maybe it would get back up to my original target around 97, but maybe it wouldn't. And in the meantime, I have better trades that I wanna invest my cash in. So I'm gonna get out while I can. And that's it for my personal accounts. I'm still holding some really great names and those are following my trading plan and I'm really happy with that. I was ready to shop this morning, you know? I had cash in my account, but nothing came and I have to really practice patience as a trader. That's something that I wanna work on in 2021. So I'm proud of myself that I didn't buy anything today. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Are You Green podcast. I'll see you all tomorrow. Until then, make sure you are planning your trade and trading your plan.